0: All right, so here's how it's going to go down tonight. You're going to listen to a bunch of nerds talk about a children's cartoon show. Then you're going to get yourself a glass of chocolate milk. Then you're going to rethink your life. Okay? Okay. Let's start the Ringo Zone. I'm Max.
1: I'm Kayla.
2: And I'm Mickey. No, you're not. Oh, no, that's right. Shit. (laughs) Shit. I was looking, looking I was Mumble? looking at my own Mumble name. <laughs> oh, make a new Mumble account. This is I, what you gotta I do. I don't know how. It's like why you keep paying for Mumble. I don't know how to interact with their interface. No one knows how to stop Mumble. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be stopped.
1: It, it, it's, it's the three giants. Apple, Google, and Mumble.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Alright. So, uh, today, we are talking about... Lion 4 Alternate Ending
0: So why did you say all of that in like the tone of a badly dubbed kung fu
2: movie?
1: I thought you'd like it.
2: I did! Yes, badly badly dubbed kung fu movies are just they curious. translate really well to just plain audio.
1: So the episode starts off with uh, Steven's tape and Stephen is seeking meaning in his life. Uh,
2: He's channeling the fandom.
1: Exactly, no, Stephen is literally the Stephen Universe fandom in this part of the episode because like nowhere nowhere in Steven Universe's universe are there like secret codes to answers really the, the like the closest there's...
2: the closest we've gotten were like ancient gem hieroglyphs yeah. which to be fair yeah. those are pretty straightforward
1: yeah those are not codes there's there's like mystery there's like a mystique around it but like nowhere in Steven's universe is there like actual like well, what a what a head scratcher we have What's here. What's this Let's gym be- cipher? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just I don't know. It's just bonkers to me that Stephen was like, "This is clearly the right thing to do. This is what yeah. my mother would have put into place for me to find in this way." Well, of- shit.
2: This this is post him learning that this, his mom is like a. Uh- fucking war criminal like killing a a queen a god queen of their alien race So, like shit she might be hiding something she had to hide yeah i mean
0: to the show's credit i remember i went through a similar thing when i learned my mom was a war criminal (laughs) so like see reaction rings very true yeah
2: well i don't know if kayla were you there for that when when max made that discovery that might have been right before you joined the podcast
1: wait what
0: no
2: When, when max discovered his mom was a war criminal is... No, damn it, Gerber, that was supposed to be
0: a one-off line. Why are you trying to oh. turn it into like an extended bit?
1: Hey, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you again for taking advantage of my gullible nature. My <laughs> oh, oh,
2: I love that.
1: <laughs> Fuck off! I'm a trusting sort.
0: I didn't expect you <laughs> How to believe dare you? me. you. Uh... I thought you were just in on the joke, and then Gerber pressed it.
1: No, like, that's the thing, is I've learned, I'm like, Things are probably jokes, but then Gerber had to be like, no, no, it was not a joke. And then I was like, oh, god.
2: You have to double down.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Okay,
0: so, yes. It's like, what did Max's mom do? Exactly,
1: no, I was gonna, the thing is I was, like, thinking about making a joke about her, like, like, Telling everybody that the stuff at Passover was kosher when really it wasn't, but, <laughs> but then, but then Gerber was like, "No, were you there for that?" And I was like, "Oh, thank God, I didn't say that. That was probably really rude." Oh my like, god! Like Max has probably gone through some shit, and I'm so glad I didn't make a joke about that. I
0: just want to, I but, just want to <laughs> know, like, what your top five, like, what real war crimes and Max's mom commits, like, in that moment
2: were. Or... My bad.
1: Anyway. Speaking of <laughs> overthinking, I need to know who in the crew universe has a cat because Lion.
2: I would say most of them. Probably most probably of them. Probably all actually. them are fucking hippies. I mean, like they—if you own at least—if one person on the crew has owned a cat, they can probably uh, like accurately portray it. Well, it has to be it. one of the
1: borders. And if Dylan, oh if yeah. Dylan were with us right now. I miss him so much now that he's dead then he would have been able to tell us because he always has the episode info up but the boarders whoever boards for most of the lion episodes must have a cat
0: i felt like you were going to say more apparently not <laughs> so okay so here's the thing fucking like i don't for me the kind of weird thing about this episode is like what was some of the build up that like got Steven super hardcore about like magical destiny? Because That's, like
2: yes, I agree. It
0: it, it feels like it, it feels like it's not completely out of nowhere, but it's like a weird time to suddenly bring it back.
1: No, Max, I definitely agree that uh this obsession did kind of come out of nowhere.
0: This episode kind of feels like it might have been placed out of order or something i don't know i
1: feel that way about several episodes yeah
0: it feels like this would be an episode that would be like a follow-up to one of the big events happening but it's not it's just the follow-up to fucking room for ruby
1: well yeah i mean okay in his defense steven does kind of bottle things and not deal with things right away so I can I can make a counter argument for why this episode is probably where it was originally meant to be but I also agree that there really was no nothing between him learning that Rose is a wanted war criminal for shattering a diamond and this uh contextually. Like w-
2: this has happened before in Steven Universe where it's like we uh, earlier in the show when Steven was like really bad at asking questions but there were moments when he felt something and it's sort of like he 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 delves into these problems when he has the time to do it when nothing else is happening i kind of like that in the way because it's sort of how we as people work where sometimes yeah. like even though we have these burning questions we don't always immediately get to them the second the question comes up because we have other things in our lives that we have to deal with and this is sort of one of those things that maybe like over a sort of time where he had nothing else to do with his life this is the time where he was able to like delve into it he actually had time to get into the the tape and figure out if Rose had some sort of secret meaning to the video
0: i mean i definitely know what you're saying because sometimes i'm like mom why did you kill all those children (laughs) in sansa but then at the same time i'm like oh wait it's eight dollar bagel day where i could get a baker's dozen bagels for eight dollars i have to go do that uh we'll continue this later So yeah, same thing. I,
1: I love that we're adding some new lore to the Ringo zone. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of lore, so Lion coughs up a key. It's not in his mane, where you would think it would be. No, he he's he just he ha- hasn't he's just, swallowed it. He just ate it. Steven, the first thing he thought of was the chest in Lion's mane. He still don't know what's in the chest in Lion's mane, and that is... A mystery that we probably aren't going to find out the answer to for, I don't know, when is Steven Universe coming back? Like, in a decade?
0: We just (laughs) had, like, a bunch of episodes drop on the CN app, so, yeah, probably a decade from now. That's a
2: minimum. Oh, so, I had a thought. Yeah, you mentioned that during the watching the episode. I
0: did. I kept it very cryptic, and now you get to learn about it. So... You know how Lion does that thing where, like, he roars and he opens a portal? Yeah. Do you think Lars can do that I now? absolutely do,
2: yes. I want him to have scream portals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just Lars is like, Steven! And, and then, then
1: a portal. Dude, for real? That's probably exactly what's gonna happen.
0: Oh, uh, that'd be amazing.
1: Really quick, uh, I also think that Lars is gonna grow his hair out so that Steven doesn't have to, like, wiggle his fucking, way into the
0: mohawk. Fucking, I don't fucking think he can grow his hair out. Because he's, de- yeah, he's, he's a like a zombie. dead body. Like lion is fucking ageless, yet his hair does not grow.
2: Yeah, shit. You're okay, right. well
1: then it's always going to be fucking inconvenient for Steve. Yeah. To use. Well. I wonder if uh, Lars also has important artifacts with no explanation suddenly in his stomach that he needs to hack up like a hairball.
0: <laughs> I feel. Like, I feel like probably not. I feel like so. I think we are going to have zero answer to this Is the big
2: thing. Yeah, we're definitely not going to come out of this conversation uh, confirmingly knowing how Lion was able to barf up a key.
1: Well, Lion is currently animated by gem magic. And we know that gems themselves, like the actual gem objects, are bigger on the inside storage units, basically. For Well, we
2: know that for Pearl. Have we been able to see other gems... Quote unquote, store no. things inside of them. It, it is very likely an ability exclusive. Yeah. Because I would like pearls are like living purses, all right. essentially. All right. Shit all over me. I... <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a thing, but I'm saying that we only have proof that Pearl I, can do it. I'm just
1: saying that perhaps all of Lion is some kind of interdimensional storage unit, not just his main. <laughs> so. Steven throwing the key into the water at Rose's fountain is my favorite solution that Steven has this entire episode.
0: I like when he tries to open his own head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: the animation there was, like, distinctly wackier than it has been in a while.
2: Yeah, that was very, like,
0: early It's scene, very this yeah. level gag, yeah.
2: which I appreciated, because I missed those. He, he made a Together Breakfast level face, which I appreciate, because um, we haven't seen one of those in a while.
1: Yeah, it was very reminiscent of Together Breakfast, Um, just for a split second, but it did mm-hmm. not go unappreciated. So, during the, like, desert trek, the music during like lion running through the desert is really really gorgeous
2: it was a very nice track um
1: Uh, But the imagery was really weird and sucked, and I did not like it.
0: It was all like the scene in Lion King where Simba finally returns home, but not as good.
1: Steven's monologue is also like really uninspired. And when he's like, darn it, Amethyst and Pearl, like the weird, like PS2 level graphic design inspiration (laughs) of like the gems, fadey faces, just like, and kind of like when it's just like
0: a shot of like the shifting sands, the ground, like. It felt weirdly, like, bad CG. Kind of. Yeah, so,
1: like, I really liked the music um, during, like, the little travel bit, but I did not like what Steven was saying, and I did not like the imagery.
0: Speaking of music, you know what the best part of the episode was? What was the best part of the episode? When Greg reveals that he got muscled out of his jam territory by 7th <laughs> grader with a flute.
1: Yeah, well, have you seen 7th graders these days? They're big. They're terrifying!
0: Use. Are we about to go into a John Mulaney thing again? No. <laughs> They're the worst people. I could, (laughs)
1: but we don't have to. So, Steven, uh, poor guy, he's just struggling with every possible form of identity, I guess, at this point in Steven Universe. There's
0: gender confusion, there's like what is my destiny? there's confusion about origin yeah, he's going through yeah. like all the dysphoria. yeah I guess Damn. I guess
1: I'll just transition really quick into final thoughts um I do think that a good resolution for this episode was the resolution that it had where uh searching for like his purpose and upon being told that his purpose was just to be a kid be like a good kid and that explanation was enough for him. I think honestly that that explanation if that were enough for a lot of people would probably make them a lot happier. I am encouraged by Steven's ability to just be like, "You know what? I I am here because two people really wanted me here and that's enough for me." And I think that that's really sweet and really wholesome and that uh, it is a good lesson.
2: I, I this is one of those episodes for me where it, the the episode itself was pretty intriguing and i i think the premise is kind of cool that there's this mystery and on one hand if you're looking for intrigue and mystery this episode's ending would probably be a bit of a letdown but because it's something that's just really i feel like it, this is one of the most human endings that that they've had in recent episodes where it's like this is like I can recall like I, I I've I, like I don't know this personally because like both of my parents are around and together at the moment but like I have friends who have had parents that they lost when they were younger or, or that they don't know one of them and they've haven't had this thing specifically but I can imagine there are people who have had this where the one of the parents has recorded this video to talk to them and say hi, because they know that they won't be around for the kid when they're older. And this is something that like legitimately happens to other people. And either if there's someone listening to this podcast right now, they're just another fan of the show. That's probably one of the most emotionally resonant moments for them in the show, because that's such a human thing to feel. And for and I think that really ties into, like, Rose's whole thing is how genuinely fascinated and how in love she was with the human race. That that's something that she could, like, channel in that video and such, like, a human concept. I
1: wonder if it was Greg's idea.
2: Even if Rose didn't think of it, the fact that the, the way that she's performed as a character in that scene what that, that the iconic scene where she's holding the camera and yeah. talking to steven is is so genuine that like even if she didn't think of it she understands exactly what that video is supposed to be and what it's supposed to mean like and from a human perspective essentially yeah that's that's part of why i really really like this episode especially if i a second viewing because it didn't really connect with me at first when i saw it i was just like oh funny it's a little subversion of tropes that this is not some big secret it's just a cute little thing that steven universe as a show has done before or it's just a cute little subversion of tropes but upon this rewatch i'm like oh shit this is this is a really resonant thing and goddamn i like this ending and yeah this is a really good episode And that's my final thought
0: all right, then here I come with my opinion.
1: Uh, my favorite part of every episode: Max's opinion.
0: Well, Kayla, I'm really feeling the love it. So, no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I I know you I, were okay. 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 We good. We good.
2: Mommy, daddy, please stop fighting. This is the where it's just like I'm really nervous and gullible and stuff so don't
1: take advantage of that you fucks
2: Kayla I, I have literally fallen
0: for the word gullible written on the ceiling so don't worry about it
1: I wonder if it's a Jewish thing
0: I don't like the yeah. connotations of that honestly
1: I actually- you're just making that
2: up. I know. Anything that's the that you,
1: you're Stevening that. You're like there uh, must be meaning in what she's saying. Nope, top, nope.
2: Top ten Jewish bamboozles in history.
1: I was just throwing a sentence out there and seeing what stuck to your wall.
0: <laughs> this is. Are we back on the theory that Steven is Jewish? <laughs> yes. The
2: no. okay. yes. theory. Yeah. This is st- no, the
1: theory. This is canon.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Fuck you, universe I'm sure Steven there are universe, Italian Jewish, Jews. Well, Steven's literally based on a Jewish guy.
1: Yeah, exactly, so... <laughs> well, too- we'll
2: see. Here is our study,
0: is that the crystal <sighs> gems, they're all living rocks, much like the golem of Jewish myth. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, <laughs> fuck. Uh-huh, Steven so is far. half this, so clearly he must be Jewish. I can't believe Greg fucked a golem. Anyway, my final thoughts on this episode. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna drop that incredibly interesting fact and then leave it. Uh, no, so No, we need to okay. have a whole
1: episode later about uh, our defense for Stephen being Jewish because I think it's pretty airtight.
0: All right. So All right, go, um, go 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 quickly. Uh, okay, Jesus fuck. Jesus, so fuck. I, before
1: any of us can interrupt you again, oh Max. my god! Kayla, <laughs> shut
0: the fuck up. Basically, 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 I am really glad. Kayla, no. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Gerber <laughs> I am really glad. Max, Dylan... I really
2: want to hear what you're going to say. <laughs>
0: I am really glad That Jesus. Dylan is not here tonight because Jesus. of what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh, this was a fucking filler episode. Uh, oh, shit. shit. Like okay, it's just bam, bam, I'm not bam, bam, saying bam. it's I'm not saying it's bad cuz it wasn't <laughs> The first time I watched it, I was definitely sucked into the mystery, and that's kind of... No, that's also a problem with the climax, is, like, it's really good for the story to tell us the first time, but I think a good mystery story can be revisited even if you know the answers, but this isn't one of them. And it's like, obviously, yeah, there's the emotional stuff, and I really do. I love that message, what was I here to do? You were here to be a kid, be you, be yourself. There's no purpose, it's just fucking life like that is great i love it but at the same time it's like what is the actual plot of the episode like steven goes a little crazy and like (laughs) learns that he would have been called nora if he weren't born with a penis like okay that's okay this episode just feels like it lacks any kind of real meat to it at least for me it just i'm not saying it's not enjoyable but the humor hits like the mystery was good the first time around. I like the message at the end, but on a rewatch, it just feels so insubstantial.
1: It's, it's emotional development for Steven.
0: It, it feels like unnecessary emotional development for him, I think is the big thing.
2: I think this ties back to the argument we had that this episode feels like it should have belonged like shortly after some big revelation episode yeah. and not as a follow up to a, another kind of small sort of inconsequential episode. Like room for room, for room wasn't completely inconsequential because you know, there's implications of uh, Navy returning to home world, but on the whole, like not a lot happened. So for this to follow that up, I feel like this is one of those episodes that maybe when it was like, when they were, when they had, still had it in the oven, they they planned on having it be released shortly after one of the big bomb uh, plot dump episodes, but it just didn't get released. And it, 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 as a as a episode, it sort of uh, is damaged by that timing and how it was released schedule wise.
1: Yeah, like I, I I do feel that this episode probably could have been like half the length and. Attached to another episode.
2: Another B plot? Yeah,
1: another B plot,
0: yeah. All right, well, that's the end of the Ringo Zone. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Uh, for the next minute, we're all just going to keep interrupting each other.
1: Uh, no, we're not going to
2: do that. No, yeah, no, 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 plot. no,
1: no. no, no, no we no. are.